0: So what, we watch
1: anime. So what,
0: so what? we play League. We're just having fun. We don't care who sees. So what, we stay in. It don't bother me. Living young, pale, and nerdy. Hello, and welcome to the Retain Entertainment Podcast, episode 146 for April 29th, 2000. 18 my name is nathan Reed Spruth, and joining me this week we have earl gray the third i'm i'm not even gonna try anymore
2: i welcome to my life
0: <laughs>
2: i bought some new sheets this week though and uh they're fantastic
0: oh did you did you buy new sheets? yes
2: good i did and how I are they used, like oh they're great they're
0: what uh, lines. what what thread count are they
2: I don't have a microscope, so I am out of luck as far as counting those bad boys. No, but... no, no.
0: It should tell you like when you buy them, it should give you a thread count. And that oh, apparently well, the high apparently the higher the thread count, the the nicer it is. I don't get it. I don't really care. I can sleep on a brick floor, so
2: Sure. It says uh it's fifty one percent cotton. Okay, good forty nine percent modal. <laughs>
0: modal. I don't know what yeah, that
2: is. I have no clue either, and it says nothing of a thread count.
0: Oh. Well, then, it's probably pretty low, I would imagine.
2: I don't know. This, these are the most comfortable sheets I've slept on, and that includes in a hotel.
0: Well, that's good. That's good. I I don't know. I, If somebody knows more about thread counts on sheets, please list it in the comment section below. Uh, don't ask for me to get a bell, because I'm not getting a fucking bell, James. Anyway...
1: Aroa, remember to hit the bell when you subscribe.
0: <laughs> anyway, Aroa, you're here.
1: I am here.
0: And uh, this is Andrew Aroa McVeigh. What? Uh, you? Uh, I'm gonna. I'm bombing this intro right now. <laughs> I am just just nailing it into the floor. Uh, Connor, the Cyberpunk Monk, is here. i'm gonna stab you i'm gonna
1: i'm gonna
0: fly to wherever you live and stab you i have the free time i don't have a job so anyway
3: pretty terrified of you nathan he'll show up and he'll be like hi i'm five foot nine
0: whoa 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 i'm actually five foot six (laughs) he's
1: really short. i am
0: i am pretty short yeah anyway earl what games have you played this week I can't find a thread count for these sheets anywhere online. I'm looking at them. <laughs> Macy's can't. is
2: of no help. Yeah, it's I don't know, but they're just really great sheets.
0: That's good. That's Klein, good.
2: and they That's make the four. best undershirts too. I got them on sale because my local Lord and Taylor is shutting down. Why? And I, uh, I, I don't
1: know. I think my local. Gonna, what are you going to do as a as a fief without a lord?
2: Yeah. Well, I'm in, see, I'm an Earl, so I in a way I'm set, you know. <laughs> so my thought is that, you know, we've got Lord and Taylor. At, if I can be an Earl and maybe find, like, another country singing star, you know, and then make my own uh, chain of department stores. That sounds like the plan. Anyway, I played VR for the first time this week.
0: Oh, yeah. You said you were going to do that last week.
2: Yes, that's what I did immediately after the podcast. Right. I went to a friend's house where we played. Uh, we had sort of a old world, new world thing. We uh, hooked up an old Amiga and had some fun with that.
0: Oh, I thought you were gonna and... say you hooked up like an old Amiga and tried 3D on it. <laughs> <You> no, <know,
2: laughs> long live the bouncing ball, as it were, though. Uh, and then I also played. I played Super Hot VR for the first time. That game is amazing. He's... I was really impressed. Yeah, like, I had very, very tempered expectations of VR since my previous encounter with it was in the 90s like i haven't tried anything vr related yet so he's got a uh is it a vive a eve vive 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 it's a pretty nice little setup it's got like the little uh cubes that track your motion and all that
0: yeah uh aroa and i both have one i don't know connor do you have one
3: yeah htc Vive. yeah we've, we yeah played we played Star Trek. Oh,
0: oh right yeah, yeah 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 i'm i'm not a so, dork.
2: yeah I was really impressed with it, so that was a lot of fun, and uh, that's probably the highlight of my week gaming wise. Yakuza Six is uh, pretty fun. I've played a little bit of that. But I want to. I, was... I want to get that. I do. Have you played Zero yet? I have not. Play that one first. Why? Zero is my. It's my game of the year for last year.
0: Oh, we didn't do a yeah. game of the. You know, we that would be, that'd be an interesting thing to do. Have all of the uh, the people Neck who go two. on the have have. <laughs> Have everyone on the podcast actually write their their game of the year and do like a post for all of our different games of the year.
1: Act two is very, 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 very good. That's my okay.
0: So I'm not gonna let Aroa write on it. Um, (laughs) Print it. Just Earl, honestly, just Earl and myself. There we go. Because I don't trust Connor either. Speaking Um. of which. Uh, What games have you played? Best game all years. What what game have you played,
3: Connor? I'm playing through Splinter Cell, like the one from 2000. That's been a whole lot of fun. Played that most of my Sunday morning.
0: I have that on my original
3: Xbox. If I still had my original Xbox, I would. I use that to install Linux on it.
0: Yes, that's why I have it. Yeah. Uh,
3: Other than that, I've been playing Breath of the Wild. I recently made a handful of custom Amiibo. So I've been trying to just go by day after day and unlock all the free shit that I can with it. Oh cool. It's been fun.
0: Yeah, that sounds uh that sounds pretty awesome. Breath of the Wild is a very very good game. So uh, fun. What what games have you played, Aurora?
1: Um I played a lot of Fortnite. Why? <laughs> it's good. Why? No. It's not. I like, I, I played I it. I like battle royale games. Well, that's Man. because
0: you have terrible taste. That doesn't mean it's good.
1: And and to be honest, <laughs> there are two reasons two reasons why I play Fortnite on PC. Because they're thick, the the women reason, are thick. Reason number one is that John plays it, and but I, I want to play with somebody. But I don't like John. Reason number two is that it's free.
0: It is free, and that that. That would be the one reason I would... I would choose that over PUBG, and I would probably choose Fortnite over H1Z1 because at least Fortnite, while I don't like the game, it has, like, the building mechanics, so there's something else other
1: than just... I hate the building mechanics. Okay. it's purely because I don't understand how to integrate them into my play. Oh. That's totally what it is. It's just that I can't get... I can't wrap my head around the idea of building stairs to jump over somebody to get behind them or like building cover as I run across. Like I it's it's really hard for my brain to think about that. Right. But and but I have you won well, any of them? Have you won any games?
0: Like I any got, matches?
1: I got second place playing solo once. Yeah. Um and I won a squad match, but that is really, that doesn't mean much. So, no, not really.
0: I got, I've got third place in H1Z1, King of the Kill, twice. Um, and then I retired. So, just because, again, I don't like the game. But I, I have never won a Battle Royale game. I've had, I have played Fortnite. But I did not enjoy Fortnite, and I haven't played PUBG because it's thirty dollars. I have friends that are like, "Hey, buy the game," and I'm like, mm, "No, why would I? Why would I waste my money like that?"
1: I would, so, I would totally buy it if anybody else bought it. But buy not it, going to buy it Fortnite's for me. Free. Buy
0: it, buy it for me, and I will. Buy no. It. <laughs> I myself have played. I beat. I played uh, Breath of the Wild, and I played The Champion's Ballad. I finally beat that where you have to fight Yoda at the end or something, and ended up getting a motorcycle out of it. So I beat the Champion's Ballad, and then I've also played a lot of Final Fantasy fourteen, and a very little bit of Persona 5. So I've been making a lot of money in Final Fantasy fourteen, so that's nice. Apparently, people are really lazy and don't want to make their own silver ingots, so I can sell uh 50 of them for about 150,000 gil. So I just keep doing that and making all hey,
3: the money. Hey, Nathan. Yeah. You ever think about playing good games?
0: Uh <laughs> I just told you I played Breath of the Wild and Persona 5.
3: Yeah, Breath of the Wild's a great game.
0: Yeah, Persona 5's great as well.
3: Uh, that's that's objective, You know, mostly uh, incorrect entirely incorrect you, you actually, mean you mean let's you mean get
0: on with it. no no <laughs> no subjective? no i was gonna say i was gonna say you An mean absolute truth
3: Yeah. Yes. it's absolute truth that, <laughs> that game is not that great
0: no it's 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 a good game you're you're trying to say it's subjective
3: um, um here let me let me go to any gaming news site
1: especially. that's just like absolutely true man any game oh, no you... look
3: at that this game has great reviews look at all of these incorrect opinions <laughs>
1: it does it's a 93 percent on metacritic we went over this hey i mean i mean gone home got how many positive reviews hey that's, that's very that's true, true. Very
3: and
0: true. and final fantasy 10 2 has like an 83 which yeah. is, final fantasy
2: is underrated
0: no tr- it is overrated that's it, an 83 percent
2: look it's, this, i think that's exactly what it should be at actually.
3: that no that that game is disasterific can I just say, Earl Grey spends most of his time in a thin metal like canister in the sky. He's used to hallways. He's very comforted by them.
0: No, 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 no. You're thinking 13-2. 10-2 two. Two is... Yes,
3: you're right. I am thinking 13-2. Sorry.
0: 10-2 uh, is worse than
2: 13 uh, Seeing two. as I don't even Wow, care there's... Boy, much. our of the century there. Pack <laughs> it in, boys. 10-2... <laughs>
1: is
0: bad <laughs> it really it really is it's Hot i i've tried
2: podcast
0: so i've <laughs> i've i've tried to take i've tried to play final fantasy Ten Two, 2 and okay. i will get about two hours in and then contemplate suicide and stop playing the game
1: you know i've owned Ten Two 2 for a long time and i never booted it a single time the characters are awful the characters he, are terrible. It's not decent. I've probably said why I own it before, but I'm going to say it again now. Uh, I asked for 12 for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> and my mom <laughs> got me 10, too, not understanding that Final Fantasy has the dumbest numbering convention. That is That is pretty awesome. <laughs> I mean, and
0: 12's all right. I don't really like 12 that much, but it's better, better than my... It's
1: better than 10-2. I would have hated it. 10 is better oh, yeah. than
0: 8. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for that. I mean, it's better than the, the worst th- game in the series. Great.
2: I'm going to say 8 is the second worst game in the series.
0: Are you thinking Final Fantasy 2?
2: I was actually exactly thinking yes. Final Fantasy 2.
0: Both of them are pretty bad. I, I You know, I actually don't hate Final Fantasy 8. I think it's, I do. It's all right. I I think I I honestly think that Final Fantasy VIII is better than Ten Two. JRPGs my, my are dumb. You're anime dumb. Was a mistake. Anime was not a mistake because uh, my favorite anime is The Last Airbender. Anyway,
1: if anybody my listens, big anime titty mouse pad makes me happy.
0: <laughs> Let's move into some stories. We have a couple stories. Actually, we have four stories here today. No, we don't. Uh, I thought we did. I don't
1: no, I I have we... any story.
0: Oh, no story. It's end of the podcast. No, sure. uh, thank <laughs> Bye, you for everyone. being here. This. <laughs> no, we have Halo Online. Any have anybody has anyone played Halo Online?
1: Has anyone ever. played Halo. What the I... fuck is Halo Online?
0: <laughs> uh, apparently, they were just like taking the old Halo maps and. Remaking them.
1: Oh, I remember it was that Russian bootleg Halo thing. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. I, I thought that was, it.
0: I thought that was uh, installation 01. Um, so, red versus
2: blue does that still exist?
0: It does, yeah. So, Halo Online, wow. uh, it's a fan made piece of software which takes the remains of Saber Interactive's failed Russian only Halo Online. So, it was the Russian only one, but they it failed. And they then took the code and were porting it over as a free-to-play PC game uh, for everywhere. And it was using commonly made uh, code to restore... Community made code, not commonly. Community made code to restore the game's functionality and add some new features. Uh, They then got a cease and desist from Microsoft. And they put a a note out saying today we want to let our community know that Microsoft has initia- has initiated actions to protect its Halo intellectual property in the works of the recent um... does anybody know Idorito? Idorito El, uh, El, El Dorito. Oh it's an L. Okay. Yeah there you go. L El- oh okay I got it. Uh PC release community created content has Long been the pillar of the hango- Halo franchise, and something we have continuously sought to support, from the early beginnings of Red vs. Blue to Forge made maps to mod modes in the Halo Custom Edition to original fan creations. Blah blah blah. Uh, basically, saying Microsoft doesn't want us to to make this game anymore. Uh, to explain what does. Why it doesn't meet the content guidelines, 343Industry mentions that Installation01, which is another fan-made Halo game, uh, while the Halo Online's game used an existing Halo game uh, and modified it to run on the PC again with new and edited code, uh, Installation01 is an independent creation which uses a different engine, assets, and otherwise meets Microsoft's content usage requirements so unfortunately halo online is going to die
1: so we can never play it guys so so the thing is all right so halo online is a legit game that was made by microsoft and 343 right 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 uh, right. in in, in partnership with cyber interactive yeah a russian company so, this uh, this takedown isn't with Halo Online. It's with El Dorito. And yeah. So, El Dorito, all they did was... Portable. Uh, mo- they modified Halo Online to remove all of the region locking restrictions. Yeah, did they... And some and- other shit.
0: Did they make it, like... Translated like over to English and everything. I'm presuming they, that yeah, wouldn't be they, that hard.
1: They made it to where it was playable outside of the market that Microsoft released it in. Yeah, which is I I've never understood like why you'd complain about that. Yeah, I I don't, I don't get it because it's like no, I I don't think I don't think the Korean companies that release MMOs or the Chinese companies that, that do it. I don't think they complain whenever there's an American fan translation patch. Like, I don't think Fantasy Star Online 2 has taken down any of the fucking sites that are hosting how to play Fantasy Star Online 2 in English. Sites. Yeah. Like, I don't know what the big deal is, uh, other than, oh no, they're using her intellectual property.
0: Well, 343, 343 Industries reiterated that they know that the community really wants Halo on PC, and they are very excited about the prospects of official classic Halo experience experiences making its way to PC. So my idea is that they're probably working on something uh, like another Master Chief collection, but letting it be played on PC.
1: They'll it, probably just re-release it on the uh, as a UWP app, along with yeah. Halo 6 or whatever they're on now. Right, and uh,
0: Halo 6 is probably going to be on on the PC because all the games are coming over to PC now
1: Yep, it'll be be a UWP app yeah
0: so that's what I'm guessing and also it should be noted and I think we've spoken about this before that if somebody is using intellectual property of yours and you decide not to go after it then if you go after one in the future they can look and say hey you didn't go after this one and have kind of a legal precedent as to why you think your game should be uh, made available because the other one was. So whenever something you like this happens, you know, have to all go. All
1: Microsoft has to do is contact the people that are doing it and go, "Hey, can can you just like, can you just sign sign this paper, please? Okay, thank you. You can keep going now. Yeah, that's all I have to do. All I have to do is just say it's okay."
0: Yeah. So but but they can still use it as a legal precedent. So if you don't sue for everything, it it gets
1: into some weird stuff, which is probably you why You have to You have to acknowledge it and and just set up some kind of agreement saying it's okay for this to exist because we have a legal agreement on it. That's all they have to do. But they're not going to because that's more of a pain in the ass.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I never played Halo Online, though. Had I known about it, I probably would have. I think I, I heard about it like a week before it was going to get taken down. So, unfortunately, I never got to play Halo Online. I really do like
1: Halo. It's one of my favorite shooters. By the way, you can still play it. Can I? Yeah, uh, they've only put development on hold in public. Uh, If you go on the Reddit... Um, they say that if you can find downloads for it, then the servers are still online. The f- servers are still up. They're not going right. to go down anytime soon.
0: All right. We're playing Halo tonight.
1: No, I don't know. No. I don't know.
0: So let's talk about Microsoft Windows 10 lean. Anybody I was
1: excited about this until I actually read the article.
0: I was, I was a little <laughs> excited about it too. I was like, Oh a slim down like a, a lower requirement version of Windows ten. That sounds awesome. And then I read the article. And Why it I says call it Windows nine. Well they could call it uh what 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 or uh, Windows
1: eight point two. Sure. Yeah,
3: that worked great last time, didn't it?
0: Yeah. So a new version of Windows ten is being created with the internal working title of Windows 10 Lean, according to a report by Windows Central. In brief, a more compact version of the OS is going to be uh, the Windows 10 with full Win32 app support that PC users prefer prefer. It is just going to have two gigabytes of bloat removed from the complete install. Now that is a pretty small amount of storage space. That's being removed from it. But they're taking away key features that Aroa and I like.
1: So like wallpapers.
0: Yeah, in additional uh in additional detail it was no yeah. So it was things that like reg edit are being removed, MMC, uh, and even wallpapers are missing from the install. Like Windows
2: three point one and Internet Explorer. Well, there's a step in the right direction.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Notice that Internet Explorer isn't even included, which is good. The lane build of the Windows 10 isn't headed for the April update. Um, That's far too close, but rather it would be delivered in Redstone 4, which I think it's weird that they're starting to use Minecraft terminology for their Windows updates. But I guess they got to get... It's better than Halo shit. Uh, that's true. I, although I do like, I do like that they named the voice app Cortana,
1: but that's just me. I think it's, I think it's cute, but at the same time, I hate Cortana a lot. I do. I do too. I never use her. I, I, it, it fucking just sits in the background eating the resources and you can't turn it off. Yeah. If you turn it off, you lose all the search functionality in fucking windows. Yeah. It's, it's annoying.
2: So, when are we going to have... get a male assistant?
3: Yeah, like, look at Earl we... asking the real question. You know what I mean? Who's like, ranks?
2: when are we going to get, like, Richard? <laughs> like, <laughs> hey, Richard, find me a recipe. Are you sure you want a recipe? Yeah, I want a recipe. All right, here's one. And that's I... just the least helpful thing ever.
1: I'm trying to it's think like macaroni and cheese. Yeah, I,
3: I like the passive aggressive personal assistant. That's nice.
0: Yeah, exactly. Didn't they have one? Uh, oh, I guess it was. Well, something buddy.
1: Something... Bonsai buddy. Bonsai buddy. That's
3: aggressive. It was just malware. That's true. That was active aggressive.
1: Those were genderless. Okay.
0: Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I I apologize. Don't
1: infringe on
0: my... So, I, I don't know. If you have ever owned a Windows 10 device with a 16 gig or 32 gig storage limit... You'll have likely be aware of the pain in trying to update your version of the OS when the feature You're updates arrive.
1: you likely aware arrive. that you made a terrible mistake.
0: Yeah. In the experience, I've had used uh, use the external hard drive plugged in the USB port with a 32-gigabyte EMMC netbook in order to get the Windows 10 Fall Creators update on it. Since the... There's but an idea. But, if
1: you got but, a netbook, don't use Windows.
0: Yeah. Use Chrome. Actually, Chrome OS. Yeah, so.
1: You had a but, modified Chrome OS, or throw throw a again, Linux. But again, again,
0: you're 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 screwing yourself over if you get this update, because if you choose to do this, you're getting rid of RegEdit, um, MMC, What's and reg edit? Uh, it's where you can uh. edit the registry.
1: So sometimes, so,
0: sometimes mm, you okay. have to go in there.
1: It's it's very rare for an end user to need it but, but basically the registry the registry is where windows puts all of the really obscure settings things that no one really yeah. wants to think about but, um, but
3: it's all your system variables yeah, essentially
1: but but
0: yeah. think about think about if one of these people has a problem with their computer and they take it in to someone like me or someone like Aroa and we have the hey, option fuck you. I'm sorry or somebody like Earl. Do you have the, the option? <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, say, or Connor, I guess. He's pretty Thank good. You, I so, I guess. <laughs> so say, say they take it to one of us, and they're like, you need, need to fix my computer. And we're like, okay, all we have to do is change its one registry key. But we can't. So we then have to completely wipe the computer because there's no way for well. us to actually fix the issue.
1: Okay, so my assumption is that while RegEdit itself is missing, they'll probably include like Reg, so you you could do it that way. That's true. Or I'm sure there's also like third-party tools that you can, that you can get. A, yeah, third-party Registry Editor. Yeah, I know it's, um, just, it's just really weird, the idea of not having MMC on there at all. Yeah. It's like MMC powers a lot of stuff. It does. Maybe the
0: front end for MMC. it'll still have the stuff in the background, but like anything oh, so you have to that do they
1: WMAC use M are... on every fucking thing. yeah, yeah.
0: So this is like I thought, okay, this sounds pretty good and then they just ruined it and it seems like not a great idea. but uh, to re- recap Windows 10 Lean is the normal Windows 10 edition. On a diet with the same UI and Win32 app compatibility many users rely on, um, don't do it. If, if you have the option to get Windows 10 Lean or just Windows 10 Normal, just get the normal version. There's The two gigs of space that you're going to be saving isn't worth it. And if you're thinking about buying...
1: Just don't get a computer with 32 gigs of storage space.
0: Yeah, or 16 gigs. I didn't even
2: know it was possible to buy a computer with that little storage space.
1: Yeah, that's, uh, that's the weird thing that Microsoft caused by going, you could put Windows on a tablet. So they just took all this fucking uh, I think, Android tablet hardware and just shoved Windows on it. I think the last
2: computer I bought that was a PC was in 2001, and that had like 60 gigabytes.
0: <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, you probably bought an expensive computer, to be honest it was a it was a relatively nice computer for the time, yeah.
1: Yeah. So let's back whatever SSDs that didn't explode after two years were retardedly expensive. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be that'd be a nice
3: uh that'd be a nice safe goat, you know, make a safe goat. Say whatever the fuck the word I'm S-scape trying to say. Having not exploding SSDs.
0: Yeah, that's that'd
3: be a safe bet.
0: There we go. So uh speaking of everyone getting upset over computer stuff, DRAM has been really expensive for the last couple years. Has anybody noticed that? It just yeah, me? it's
1: a lot more expensive than it used to be.
0: Yeah, and I do not like
1: it. Because it's because flash memory is, is like really hard to come by right now.
0: It really is. But also, it appears that uh, somebody is suing certain companies because they believe that they're also price-fixing. Ooh! Yeah, I needed that. That's going to be great in the in the recording. So a class, a class action lawsuit on Friday alleges that some Samsung, Hynix, and Micron uh, colluded. Uh, we're Americans, so we know a lot about collusion. Uh, colluded to limit supplies of the memory type and drive up the prices of their products according to 9to5Mac, which is funny. It's from the Mac site. The suit, filed in the U.S. District Court for the Northern District of California by the Haggins Berman Law Firm, claims that the scheme resulted in illegally inflated prices for devices that employ DRAM. The suit seeks to secure settlement for anyone in the United States who purchased a device using DRAM uh, from July 1, 2016 to February 1, 2018. The primary evidence cited in the case is an independent investigation conducted by Haggins Berman, who claims to have discovered an agreement between the tech manufacturers designed to raise the price of DRAM, an increasingly common memory type found in millions of devices. Uh, Aroa, I'm sure you have something to say. Uh, I'm signing up for this class action lawsuit right now. Oh, okay. So I would definitely think that this is this is something that happened also dram is in pretty much everything
1: <laughs> yeah uh pretty much every fucking thing it's uh it it's th- this is actually kind of amazing uh, uh like like what a revelation to find out that something that sounds so conspiracy theory esque yeah is probably legit
0: yeah so uh i mean all computers have dram in them Pretty much. So, if you, uh, when was the, when did you buy that Mac, uh, Earl?
2: I bought my Mac
0: in 2014. Dang, but you bought a PlayStation, right? I did. Uh, that has in DRAM 20- in it. Fifteen. No, oh. <laughs> you screwed yourself. So that oh has well. DRAM in it. Uh, the original X or the Xbox One has DRAM in it. The original Xbox has DRAM in it. Uh, the PlayStation Two has Rambus RAM in it. Because that's a thing that exists. But, yeah. So, uh, let's see. According to a law firm, there was a 47% spike in the price of DRAM in 2017. The largest such increase in nearly 30 years. Prior to the last year, the DRAM actually dropped year after year. By about 3%. Uh, from 2012 to 2017, and by an average annual rate of 33% between 1978 and 2012. So let's look at those numbers. Between 1978 and 2012, there was an annual rate of decrease for RAM by 33% for 30 years. 40 years. And uh, the vast majority of the DRAM market is controlled by Samsung, Micron, and Hynix. The three companies combined are about 96% of the market share for the memory type in 2012. But then after 2012, they said, okay, it's going to drop year over year by 3%, which is still a significant drop. I mean, in 1978, you had one meg of RAM cost like $10,000. So we've definitely come down from that. But then after 2012, uh, it started going down 3%, and then it went up 47% even after decades of always continually going down. It does sound to me like there's the potential that they they may have said, hey, let's keep the prices high so we can keep selling RAM.
1: Because I also can't think of there i don't remember there being any kind of major disaster because uh spinning disk uh, hard drives uh went up a while back but it's because one of the major places where hard drives were manufactured had a catastrophic flood and, and yeah. destroyed a lot of it like thailand or something right or yeah i honestly don't remember but so uh, i don't remember anything like that happening because that would be that would be a worthwhile excuse if like the conflict materials that they made DRAM out of got got hit up by some group in Africa or something like that. Yeah. But I don't think anything like that happened. They just kind of arbitrarily decided, everything's more expensive now, get fucked.
0: Yeah, so... Yay, and, and they And they keep saying, oh, we're having a shortage.
1: Laissez-faire. Laissez-faire. But,
0: but they've had a shortage for the last three years? Yeah... That- Mmm it, it, it sounds a little fishy and I'm hoping that that we figure this out. And of course, it does sound a little conspiracy theory-ish, but it's very possible that something like this happened. Uh, a law firm in Huggins-Bur- uh Berman is no stranger on taking on DRAM fa- manufacturers. The attorney pursued a similar lawsuit in 2006 and won more than 300 million dollars. So uh, class action lawsuits are their specialty, and the law firm isn't afraid to embrace that. Uh, their Twitter handle is class action law, so at class action law, and the law firm claims to have secured more than two hundred sixty billion dollars in settlements to customers. So even if even if they didn't collude, at least this company knows what they're doing. When it comes to class action lawsuits. Uh, I mean, they got
2: that Twitter handle, so, you know.
0: Yeah. Uh, It's worth noting that while class action lawsuits can be a valuable way to hold accountable companies that try to cheat customers, it's not a great way to actually compensate the victims. A 2013 study conducted by the law firm Meyer Meyer Brown uh, found that the majority of payouts from class action lawsuits don't go to the class In two cases studied by the firm, less than 1% of the winnings went to consumers. Most class action lawsuits don't even go to trial, either getting dismissed or settled before reaching that point. So that is the main problem with class action lawsuits that I've noticed, is the attorneys get the majority of the money.
1: Yep, but at least I got four free Red Bull. Yeah, exactly.
0: Uh, and, And actually, I mean, I did get something back from a class action lawsuit, uh when what was it it was the i bought the 970 and the 970 had a weird quirk and the weird quirk was that it said it had four gigs of ram but it only utilized 3.5 gigs of that ram and then the other half a gig of ram was there but it ran at a lower clock speed so it actually wasn't utilized in games a lot so you were running into games that would have issues because you had less RAM than than what you should have. So I got, I think I got like thirty five bucks back for that, because I bought the nine seventy and then they gave me a little bit of back for it. So I was still out like two hundred and fifty dollars, and ah whatever. So have, have any of you done class action lawsuits? Won anything from them
1: uh, besides the Red Bull, of course? I got uh. I got uh, free games from the PlayStation one.
0: Oh, mm-hmm. was that was that when they they fucked up? Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, I got free I games from that.
1: An, I got an Apple I, gift card
3: once. Yeah, oh, nice. I mean, if that counts as winning a class action lawsuit, I technically did. Thanks, Sony. Yeah, for having I'd... terrible security.
0: <laughs> Their security is much better now.
3: I, I am. I believe it. I, yeah, I believe that was something that probably wasn't allowed to not happen.
0: Well. uh... They, they definitely increased security on the PlayStation side after that and then they definitely increased security all around after their uh, their hack a couple of years ago so when re- remember when uh when Jessica Alba like everyone was hacked and North Korea got mad because of the interview and all that because North Korea mm-hmm. hacked well after that they definitely increased security quite a bit I'd still find it funny that Jessica Alba's name when she will travel, uh, they usually use like a fake name like John Doe or something like that. Her name was Cash Money. Yeah. I'm like, Beautiful. oh man, I wonder... So, so, I could either look at this two ways. I could be looking through like the guest reservations and try to find like celebrities and be like, ah, Cash Money, that sounds like a person trying to hide their name. So, there's one or two uh outcomes here it's either a celebrity or it's a hooker
3: or it's so, someone who just wants to have some goddamn privacy nathan quit invading other people's lives next time you kick down an elevated do- uh, hotel door demanding to see who john doe actually <laughs> is we're gonna call the police on you
0: it's it's a guy actually named john doe <laughs> he's like what what are you doing god damn it
3: uh, this is the third time
0: and yes, I'm going to go kick down an elevator. That sounds fun. Yeah,
3: thanks. Thank you yeah. for pointing that out. As soon uh-huh. as I said it, I, I wanted to pull those words right back in. But, you know, I, I could either own it or I could get, like, really, really depressed about it.
0: All right, I'm so, still on the
3: fence about which one to do.
0: So I think we should just pin this and talk about it at the end of the month every month. Um, mm-hmm. T-Mobile and Sprint wanting to merge again.
3: Yeah, it seems like it keeps on happening.
0: It just keeps coming up. They're like... They, they go, and they're like, can we merge? And then the either the judges are like, no, or one of them doesn't have enough money, or they can't come to agreement. And then, like, two months later, like, a, a couple that has, you know, just many, many issues, they come back, and they're like, hey, baby, you want to get together again? And they're like, all right, we'll get together. And then they can't figure it out. And then, again, two months later, they do it. So... Oh Ro, really? you brought up this story. Do you want to talk about it at all?
1: Hey, what was it? I was reading other stuff.
0: <sighs> you brought up the T Mobile Sprint story.
1: <laughs> yeah, T Mobile, T Mobile Sprint. They wanna they wanna be buddies again. Yeah, and they this want is what, the eighth time? Uh something like that. It's the third time. Is um, it is it the third? Yep. Yeah, the because I, I whenever heard about this, the uh the title of the article was a third time's charm. Uh, oh, okay. So but, this yeah. is
0: uh, Sprint and T-Mobile, two of the top four wireless carriers in the United States. Also, of course, Verizon and AT&T uh, are the other two. So they announced Sunday that they have agreed to an all-stock merger that values the new provider at
1: $146 billion. Uh, and their big, their big push with all this is they're going to push the industry into the 5G era. Yeah, it's time for 5G. You've had enough of this 4G nonsense. We're going to get 5G up in here. Yeah. Even though... Even though we still haven't managed to get 4G up to its maximum specification. No. Even though oh. we still can't manage to even fucking get 3G working right in all areas. Let's just go ahead and, no, I gotta push 5G. Gotta get yeah. 5G. So right, you, you don't need
3: to, to tell investors that, though. You just need to tell them that big number better than small yeah. number. Right, oh, but we make everything
2: fast. It'll raise jobs. Why so buy one third pound of a hamburger when you can get a quarter pounder? Yeah. It's so, one fourth. Four yeah, bigger.
0: Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So uh, Deutsche Telekom AG, the German-based company that controls T-Mobile and SoftBank Group, uh, SoftBank Group Corp, uh, which is a Tokyo-headquartered and is Sprint's major majority owner, agreed to combine forces. Uh, according to a press release, T-Mobile paid 26.5 billion in stock to, for Sprint, with the total value including debt. The U.S. company uh, will be called T-Mobile. Okay. It's
1: just... Yeah, basically Sprint's just going
0: to get eaten up. Yeah, it'll be headquartered in Bellevue, Washington, which is where T-Mobile is based, with a second headquarter at Sprint's site in Overland Park, Kansas. Of
1: uh, course, this ha- still has to be cleared by U.S. regulators.
0: Right, right, right. This is just the the plan that they're doing. So John, mm-hmm. uh, how do you say his name, Lugier. Laguerre, uh, La gear. uh president, in chief, the, the president and chief the president chief of T Mobile will serve as the CEO and Mike fuck guy. Yeah, and Mike Server Syvert. Yeah. Mike Syvert, current chief operating officer of T Mobile, will be president of the Chief Operating Office of the Combined Company. What about Sprint? Current Sprint uh, CEO Mar Marcelo Clark Cl- clower uh will serve no on the board. Cares. he will serve on the
1: board for the new company so uh, basically he's managed to like barely keep his company afloat until t-mobile finally tried to buy him again yeah uh
0: this combination will create a fierce competitor with a network seal no it won't what combination here they're just they, there's no combination of like sprit and t-mobile people it's all T-Mobile people, and hey, you guys can be on the board of directors or something that won't actually do anything.
1: And Come on. Also, also, their two networks are fundamentally incompatible, which means all of Sprint's networking hardware that that powers all their phones is going to go away.
0: Yeah, they're going to have to change every it.
1: everything that isn't LTE is going to get replaced with GSM towers because they're all they're, everything is CDMA.
0: Right. Exactly, and. But they, they will still have the towers there. Could they just? I don't know how this works, but could they, they convert they, it? they have to swap
1: out the equipment.
0: But which I would imagine would be, I would imagine that would be cheaper than going and building a
1: new tower. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. No, it's it, it's going to be significantly cheaper than if T-Mobile wanted to actually build out all this infrastructure, and honestly. I'm happy about this. I was happy about it when it first happened because Sprint sucks donkey balls. They've always sucked donkey balls. They're the they worst really, fucking major telecom company out there. They really do suck uh, in terms of like actual service. So whatever, cool. Because yeah. like there, there are a couple of areas where I don't get T-Mobile service and Sprint gets service there. So this is I'm okay with this. Just Not use AT
0: You can order an AT and T SIM card to I know. Okay, I'm just telling you. I know I can. I don't want to. Okay. In the deal, Sprint (laughs) is valued at .10256 per T-Mobile share, or $6.62 a share based on T-Mobile's Friday closing price of $64 a share. That represents a total implied enterprise value of approximately fifty-nine billion dollars for Sprint. So this is a lot of technical like numbers and stuff that I just don't care to read. Um, But it looks like they've actually come to an agreement because I think the other times they couldn't come to an agreement. Is that what happened?
1: They got it was just straight up blocked by uh, by regulators at least one time.
0: Oh, good, and uh, we don't have that anymore, so I think we'll be good.
1: Oh, yeah, that's a good point. We were run... ah that's it. They waited until we were run by Trumpo. Yeah. Now they're, they're going to get everything pushed through. Yeah, because they don't care. Um, but, so the, the the main problem that I have in this article is a statement from Liam, and that is... Uh, this isn't a case of going from four to three wireless companies. There are now at least seven or eight big competitors in this converging market. Who the fuck is he talking about? Um, who who are the competitors? Because well, I only I only ever see other MVNOs that are actually piggybacking off of.
0: That's what I was T-Mobile or Sprint. That's what <laughs> I was going to say. They the MVNOs are piggybacking and. So we got like Metro PCS, okay? Yeah. We've got Consumer Cellular. We've got Forget. Cricket, which is an which is actually owned by AT and T. Um, so so you have you know a bunch of those people, a bunch of those little ones. Uh, Straight Talk is another one, but they actually piggyback off of whoever has the best cell service in that area. Yeah. So Straight Talk Net. 10 i think i think and... the only
1: one i could think of is u.s cellular
0: oh yeah they exist
1: <laughs> yeah u.s cellular is a major competitor and they do have their own towers they don't piggyback off of another network i thought for years that they did no they actually do own their own infrastructure
0: yeah i would surprised they still exist to be honest cuz you're like okay we got sprint we got verizon we got t-mobile we got ATT, and somebody in the back's like can you a cellular and it's like what who they're still alive <laughs> oh and so there uh there's cdma as well
1: i believe let's see let's see what we got here uh, let's do wiki wikipedia all right are there any that actually cover the contiguous U.S. uh U.S. Cellular only serves twenty-three states. Okay. uh There are literally no others that cover more than a handful of states. Okay, besides so the
0: big four. So it's it's AT&T, Sprint, T-Mobile, and Verizon.
1: That's yep. it. U.S. Cellular covers three, or uh, covers twenty-three states. Uh there's Comnet Wireless. They cover Arizona, Colorado, Montana, New Mexico, Nevada, Texas, Utah, and Wyoming. Uh, so lots Chintel, of western states. Chintel, which is a sprint affiliate, but is its own company, only covers Kentucky, Maryland, Ohio, North Carolina, Pennsylvania, Virginia, and West Virginia. And everything else covers four or fewer. States. So are you wanting to
0: start your own cell phone company, Aroa?
1: That can cover Illinois? I I would I would love that idea. Do it. But but uh how the fuck do you even so that's part of the problem is like how the fuck do you even do that? Yeah, I don't know. So I guess that goes back with the whole like we can have ISP competitors with what? With what infrastructure are you going to do that? Where are you going to buy all this infrastructure? What venture capitalist yeah. is going to go, yeah, I'll invest in, in this motherfucker instead of Spectrum yeah. or whatever?
0: So it did say in November, the companies were close to a merger agreement before SoftBank CEO uh, Masayoshi Son uh, pulled out of weeks after, after weeks of talks. Uh, in 2014, a planned merger between AT and T and T-Mobile was opposed by regulators and oh, ultimately canceled. Oh, that's what it was. Okay. Uh, so, and and actually, with that one, they had T-Mobile made a lot of money off of that merger, even though it didn't happen.
1: Yeah, because then they used all that money to basically rebuild the company and turn it into the number three.
0: Yeah. So. Apparently, they had some stipulation where if the merger failed for any reason, AT- AT&T would give T-Mobile millions of dollars. Yeah. I really want a merger like that. <laughs> like, I just I mean, want, it, I want something to happen where if somebody, if if I fail at something, I still get lots of money.
1: Yeah, it's still, well, that's, that's like, that is modern capitalism. That's isn't? true. Yeah. 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 I'm just gonna uh, wait for
3: this business to fail and make more money than I put into it when the insurance comes out. Oh you know, man. Fuck the people who are getting screwed by this deal. Exactly yeah, I like the producers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Except it's an entire country. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so AT&T you guys is seeking... You I never think
3: about like, you know, guillotines or rallying. Uh, anyways. Next uh next article. Well that worked no. so
0: well for Robespierre. No, I don't. It so did. AT&T <laughs> is seeking justice department approval to acquire Time Warner, which owns CNN, and last year Verizon acquired Yahoo. So, AT&T is going to own Time Warner, which sounds sounds great, right? That sounds good. Uh two of my favorite companies.
1: Actually, you know, I- all this makes me really happy that I seriously am looking at uh moving out of the country. Yeah. And at least, uh, at least if I stick with a T-Mobile compatible company, then, uh, I'll be okay. Well, yeah. Uh, T-Mobile, which was they'll soon just be gods among the world. Yeah.
0: T-Mobile, Deutsche Telecom.
1: Mm.
0: T-Mobile, which was founded in 1990 and purchased, uh, back in 2001 has 51,000 employees sprint, which traces its roots to Brown telephone company in 1899 Jeebus. Merged with GTE in 1982, and it was bought by SoftBank in 2013. It has about half that at 28,000 employees. Uh, T-Mobile has a total revenue of 50 billion in 2017, and
1: Sprint was 33.3 billion. Jeebus. Sprint, uh, as of December 2017, had 53.6 million subscribers. As of December 2017, T-Mobile has 72.6 million subscribers.
0: I honestly I don't know if I'm if I'm okay with this merger. I I honestly
1: think it would be fine cuz if well, it was if like compared to AT&T Mobility which had 141.6 million subscribers and Verizon well, yeah. Wireless which had 150.5 million subscribers, it would actually just put them on par with the other two in terms right. of revenue. And that's what I was going to say was well, not even
0: revenue, just customers. Well, because, yeah, customer base. Because Presumably T-Mobile, revenue. T-Mobile is way cheaper than AT and T and Verizon. It, yeah, and Sprint's, Sprint's, Sprint's getting well, kind of. In some ways, Re- Verizon is ridiculously overpriced. Right, but so is AT and T. Both of them are ridiculously overpriced,
1: in my opinion. It's it's overpriced, but like. You compare even AT&T to Verizon, and it's like, Jesus Christ, where does Verizon get off on charging this much fucking money for their stupid fucking service? Yeah, and... Like, it's ridiculous.
0: And people... I've spoken to a lot of people who are like, I need Verizon because I need service everywhere I go. And I'm just like, you know oh, what? So I don't why care. don't you
1: get AT&T? It, because...
0: Honestly, honestly, I will, I will admit that in my area, AT&T is not as good as Verizon. There are, like when I go over to my sister's house, AT&T doesn't get really good service out there, but Verizon gets excellent service. So it does have better service in my area, but not to the point where I would think about changing to Verizon over Consumer Cellular. Because if I, because uh, AT&T is what Consumer Cellular banks on and it's way cheaper. I pay like $27 a month. Sometimes if honestly, I use a lot of data, I I pay $37 a month.
1: Honestly, if you want the best possible coverage, go with um Google Fi. Yeah. That's that's uh, that is actually what I was going to say because then you get both Sprint and T-Mobile yeah. and Doesn't I've it... never I've never seen anywhere where neither company aren't works. there th- aren't there 3 they I might they were... have U.S. cellular
0: now, as yeah, well. Yeah, I want to say that they had three. I know they had the two Sprint and, and T-Mobile. I thought they, they, they had. Yeah, they started out with the two. I thought they I, had AT and T as you're way. Right. well. Well, uh, Google would be Fi. Wait, 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 Google Fi. Um. Uh, what would they be called? Uh, my mind is blinking. Uh, you. Mobile carrier. Oh, you're saying like. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, okay. Project Fi is a mobile virtual network, so MVNO, operated by Google, providing phone messaging and data services for both Wi-Fi and cellular networks, uh, belonging to Sprint, T-Mobile, U.S. Cellular, and th- Three. Wait, um, Three is uh, Three is not United States. Right, right, uh, and Three. Okay, a service was launched in uh, April twenty second, two thousand fifteen, for the Nexus Six through invitations only. Uh, but yeah. So they have. If you have those three, we have Sprint, T-Mobile, and U.S. Cellular. Those are going to be. You're going to have coverage pretty much everywhere with those three companies. Yeah. Now, U.S. Cellular obviously obviously is less. They're
1: still marginally more expensive.
0: They are. They are more expensive. Um. They have monthly flat uh rates. Price monthly plans are flat fee based. Paid at the beginning of each monthly billing cycle. It starts at twenty dollars per month for unlimited calls and messaging. Uh, money for unused data is credited back to the user's account while overuse of the data results in a charge of ten dollars per gig. While outside With no the United charge
1: so- past six gigs.
0: Oh nice. Uh, but that still means you're paying eighty bucks or yeah. something like that per for one phone. If you only have one Sip.
1: line. Uh while I mean, is it- I I think that's
0: Now here's, here's I think I think the, it's
1: between everybody.
0: Now here's the really good thing. While outside of the United States, cellular phone calls are twenty cents per minute. Um data costs are ten gig or ten dollars per gig while texting is free. And that's outside of the United States. That you cannot find on any major cell company.
2: I was gonna say that is a darn good deal.
0: Yeah. So if you're traveling and you need a phone for like even a month, I would say pick up a Google Fi. Like Say you have a a phone like mine. I have the Google Pixel. Pick up a Google Fi SIM card, pop it in there, pay for a month of service, and then you'll be good to go. Because traveling fees, I'm sure Earl knows all about using your cell phone. Yes, they're very expensive. I've seen people who have hundreds of dollars worth of uh, bills because they made a phone call while they're over in another country. And the way it works is awful. They're awful pretty yeah. much. So You really have to plan ahead of time. Yeah. Uh, there is a data-only SIM card that can be used in tablets and other compatible devices. Anyway, uh, go with Consumer Cellular and tell them Nathan Spruce sent you. That's That's what you should do. So I can get a ten dollar discount on my bill. So, uh, anybody have anything else to talk about today, or are we done?
3: I believe that's it. Uh, Roa has been belching for the last ten minutes or so, so I think we're <laughs> all in a hurry to get the hell out of this tiny, cramped room you all keep us in.
0: Uh yeah, I'll let you guys go. Um, you'll be free for your hour a day of rest and relaxation before I, am I put going you back.
3: It's so much vitamin D
0: before I put you back in the mines. Um so thank you for being here connor how can we find you
3: you You can find me at twitter i mean on twitter at cyberpunk underscore monk i didn't say much this podcast so i don't know i'm sorry
0: it's okay uh earl where can we find you
2: you can find me at Asian Taste, Hamden, Baltimore's premier Asian food restaurant, where I'm going to be having dinner later tonight. But if you can't make it there in time, I can be found online on Twitter at E-A-R-L-G-R-A-Y-T-H-I-R-D. That's Earl Gray 3rd on Twitter. I can be found as St. Aspartame on
0: Twitch. And uh, that's about it. Okay. And uh, tell post pictures on, on Twitter of all your foods. I might.
2: Yeah, I'm on. I'm still on stay at home vacation, so I, I might do that.
0: That's staycation.
2: I try not to use that word because I think it's pretty much peak white people. But
0: it is. It is pretty. pretty you know, white. I, I uh, thought. But... I thought it was like uh, a millennial thing because we don't have enough money to travel,
2: right? <laughs> yeah. That's definitely part of it, but
0: tourism is down. I don't know what we can do about this. How about you pay us more? No idea. Can't. Don't have any idea what we can do about this. Um, Real shame we can't fix this. Yeah, Uh, Roa, where can we find you?
1: I'm on Twitter at Roa. I'm YouTube Roa one three three seven. Got Twitch Roa one three three seven. On Pornhub at Roa one (laughs) three three seven
0: okay and uh are are you seriously on there please please tell me you're not well i know i I, I know you have an account i just don't want to see you naked oh no okay good 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 i was gonna look that up anyway uh you can find me nathan reams ruth i am uh reading everywhere i'm reading on twitter reading on twitch reading uh though i don't do twitch anymore reading on mixer I am written on YouTube, or you can go to Ritten Entertainment on YouTube. You'll go to the same place. I am uh, doing this podcast, so it's called Ritten Podcast. If you look for it in iTunes or on the Google Play Store, if you go down to the link section below, with whether you're listening on Facebook or YouTube, you can click the little link. It says iTunes. Click the little Thank link. You. It says Google Doesn't Play work. and press the subscribe button. If you do Don't that, then you'll get it downloaded every single week. Get a virus. No, those. That, <laughs> I I doubt that. I mean, maybe, maybe the <laughs> the RSS feed has a virus in it, but that's pretty <laughs> unlikely. So, I thank you for listening. Please come back next week where we will have more insightful discussion. Thank you guys for being here. Goodbye.
1: Osama bin Laden isn't actually dead. Au revoir. Neither is Tupac. We always end on the weirdest
3: notes.